I raised hand, any unspoken requests tonight in the building? Amen. Praise God. If you don't mind, bow your heads with me. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we're thankful for the privilege you blessed us with to come together as one, to lift and exalt the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. I pray for these special needs, Lord, that have been voiced. I pray for these many, many hands that were raised for these unspoken requests and these unspoken needs. Lord, I'm so thankful you already know our hearts. And I'm thankful, God, that knowing our hearts, you know our desires and you know the petitions, God, that we render to you at this very moment of prayer. I pray for all those that are sick and shut in. I pray a very special prayer for a dear friend that's just had surgery, God, that she would have a complete and a full recovery. I pray for those whom have lost loved ones, Father, even unto those that have been buried even this day, Father God, after a death. I just pray, Father God, that you be near and dear to each family in a very special way. And Lord, come upon them and keep your arms around them, Lord, and, and bring forth your grace and your, and your peace, Lord, that only you can provide. We just thank you for always constantly being our companion, Father, as a believer. We'd ask you to honor and bless your word tonight in this service. And may through it all, God, in some small way, I pray that you may be lifted and exalted. For tonight we come and we pray in that name above all names. We come tonight and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have your Bibles with you tonight, I ask you to turn with me uh, first, and I'll be beginning tonight in the um, Gospel of John, and then we'll be moving around just a, just a little bit to the uh, New Testament book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. But I want to begin tonight in John chapter 13. John chapter 13 is where I want to begin. If you have your Bibles, I'll give you just a moment to turn there. And, uh, and meet me on that, on that scripture. I'll be sharing tonight, beginning in verse 34 of the Gospel of John, chapter 13. Words of Christ, Jesus says, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another, as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. Verse 35, By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. May God bless the reading of his word. Just two verses. Jesus speaks these verses to the people. And he shares out of the beginning of verse 34, a new commandment I give unto you. What a great commandment God's given us as a believer that we can know that the greatest commandment of all that God has offered and has provided and has rendered to us to share with others is the gift of love. It says that ye love, out of verse 34, one another as I have loved you. have to stop there for just a moment because those of us with the relationship that we share as Christian believers, it's such a great love that God has showed and shares upon us each and every day of our life. You know, it's not just a love at Christmas time. It's not just a love on the day of Easter. It's a continual love in the heart of a believer that walks by faith. It says that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. Christ is conveying to us that if we truly love Him, we'll surely have to show the same love that He offered unto you and I from Himself to those around us. Now, 
I know in my life, and I know you agree in your lives, we all miserably fail at that commandment almost every day. There's things that I like to say to others during the day that I just have to stop and pause and say, well, maybe not the exact right time I should say that. Uh, sometimes I'll see somebody, I hadn't seen them in a while, and I tell them, it's, oh, it's great to see you. I'm so thankful you're doing well and that you've recovered so well from your surgery or from your accident or from whatever sickness they may have had. And, you know, I see a smile come up on their face because then and there they acknowledge the fact that I know that they know that God has shown His love upon them. And, you know, there's no greater healing and no greater love than that love and healing that God provides you. And it's unquestionable when God provides it because without question, whether God heals through sickness or whether God heals also through death, God's hand is still upon the heart of every believer whom trusts in Him each day of their life. And I think the latter part of that sometimes we lose sight of, just like the lady that I share with you that most times always would say, uh, pray for the positive things in my life. Surely don't pray something that God would provide me that I don't really want. Well, let me stop there for just a moment, beloved, and let you know that surely comes from a young Christian. Because someone with a heart to serve God, to love God with their whole heart, I can assure you, according to the Word of God that I hold in my hand, that if God loves you as God's Word describes He does, and I know that He does, then there's no greater prayer that you can pray than for God's will to be accomplished in your life and mine. Praise be to God for His blessings. Verse 35, By this, he says, knowing that love one another, by this all men know that ye are my disciples, if, the word if there is conditional, if we have love one to another. Now, sometimes we find that love that we may have towards one another may not be exactly the kind of love that we would feel would be normal or or natural. Uh, this day and time, we hear the word love spoken so many times. I hear people at work all the time speaking of, I would sure love for five o'clock to get here. I hear people at work sometimes speak about, oh, I've got a new car recently and I sure love that new car. And I surely also hear some speak of how much they love their family and how much they love their wives or how much they love their girlfriends or boyfriends. And, you know, I'm thankful for those Caring acts of love also. But if there's one thing we need to focus on is that God's love is sometimes so different than the love that we even understand. You see, even yet, the Scripture says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. And that accomplishes everyone in this world. Even though while we were yet in our sins, Christ died for the ungodly. He died for us while we were yet in our sins and lost He still chose to go to the cross and take upon Himself the sin debt of all of mankind. That's a love that you and I sometimes have trouble understanding. But God continues to still provide. He continues to still bless. If you would turn to 1 Corinthians with me, chapter 13. I want to finish out the rest of this service, sharing with you just a few Scriptures, eight of them actually. And I want to begin chapter 13 in verse 1. Words of Paul as he wrote to the Corinthian church in this letter. It says, Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, 
I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. Verse 3, And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Verse 4, Charity suffereth long and is kind, charity envieth not, charity availeth not itself, it's not puffed up. Verse 5, Doth not behave itself unseemly, uh, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, and thinketh no evil. Rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoice in the truth. Verse 7, Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. In the beginning part of verse 8, charity never faileth. Now, the word charity there surely is substitutable by the word love. The word love, charity. Many times I wondered in years past as I studied through this very scripture how the King James translation spoke of charity in the place of the word we call love. But you know, if we look through it, every act of kindness and every act of love that you and I, beloved, can share in the name of the Lord Jesus truly is given in charity. Do you understand me? It truly is given in charity because it's a gift being given that the recipient many times fully does not deserve. Charity. Sometimes we think of the word charity, we think about trying to help those that are less fortunate. Trying to provide to those whom maybe are not able to provide for themselves. Providing charity to those maybe who are not financially stable or those maybe that don't have gifts at Christmas time or warm clothes or shoes to put on their back or, or, or shoes on their feet. We always stop and think of charity as something being given to someone whom does not exactly deserve because they have not. And you know, as I thought more, as I prayed more over this message, the more God showed me in His love and through His Scripture, beloved, how charity is so much what we have given by God because surely each of us do not deserve the gift that God has poured out on us. Every one of us, if we received what truly we deserved, every one of us this day and for all eternity would spend eternity in a devil's hell. You see, by the grace of God is why we have been offered forgiveness through the blood on the cross by Jesus Christ, His only begotten Son. By the grace of God, we walk by faith. We walk not by sight. Surely it's easy to walk around and easy to talk to folks and ask them how they're doing. But you see, if I ask you how are you doing or you ask me in return out of kindness, well, I'm doing well, how are you today? So many times you'll get a whole newspaper print of how someone's health condition is. Some of you may know people that every time you talk to them, all you're going to hear is their woes. And you know, I know people that I call and talk to almost every day, and every time when I dial the number, I know the first words out of their mouth is, Oh, Billy, let me tell you how I feel. 
Well, you know what I want you to know tonight, beloved, and I don't say this with harshness at all or hatred, but I want you to know if you can't stop and take a few minutes sometimes in your life to thank God for the blessings that you have in your life, you have no reason to open your mouth when you're in pity. Because God has continued and continued each and every day in our lives, every one of us, to bless us in a way far above than what many others are receiving a blessing. Amen? But we still continue sometimes to share our woes. And I'm not saying that's okay, or I'm not saying that's not right, but I want you to know this. We need to take as much time and we need to praise and thank God for how God's answered prayer and the other needs we have. Just as a lady I share with you that asked me week after week, would you please pray that one day I could walk and get out of this wheelchair? And as I told her, week after week, service after service, as I prayed with her when the service was over, I surely will be praying that God's will would be manifest in all your needs. I wonder sometimes if she ever really understood what I was saying. But you know, beloved, there is no greater gift than to know that God has full assurance being given unto you and I in knowing that He's going to provide you and me things above what we could ever ask or think or ever imagine. Was that not His Word? So why so many times do we hesitate asking God and praying and saying, Lord God, would you please provide me this funds I need? Or Lord, let me have this new car. Or let me have God these things that I've asked you for. You know, I think when we ask God for those things, I wonder sometimes if God doesn't just smile and maybe chuckle a little bit, especially knowing that God has things so much greater than what we ask Him for almost every time that we pray and ask Him. Amen? You see, He's looking, God's looking upon us on the inside, beloved, where if I look at you or you look at me this day, all you can see is the clothes that I wear. All you can see is the way my hair is combed or the shoes I wear. That's all you can see is the outside of any man, the Word says. But God looks upon every heart. And you know, knowing God looks upon our heart and knowing the love of Jesus Christ and the fact that His love, it has no boundaries. It has no beginning. And His love, beloved, it has no ending. You know, we can go through the worst possible day that we can ever imagine or think back in our feeble minds. The worst possible day you can think of. And I'll promise you, even on that day, even when God was not on your mind, I'll promise you your need was a burden upon Him. And He wanted to see you through it. And He wanted to walk with you. And also, I believe if spiritually we had our spiritual sunglasses on, we could have probably also seen God's arm around us. Just because God desired to be there. And God desired to nurture us. And God desired to care for us. And God desired to lead us. But you see, sometimes we have to take a step and let God know that we desire Him to be the center point of our lives. You see, for us to truly, beloved, love one another, just as God says He loves us, then what God has to do is God has to as well show us how great of love He has conveyed unto us. There's no greater love than that of a man that will lay down his life for his brother or for his friend. If we today in our lives really knew how much God loved us, 
if we really could fathom in our simple human minds, which I know sometimes I try and it all gets a headache because I stop and think and I wonder, God, how can you love me, me so much that you would allow your son to die on behalf of my sins? And you know what? The only word that ever returns to me is because of my depth of love I have for you. And you know what, beloved, the greatest prayer we could probably pray each day is, God, let me love someone today as much as you love me. God, let me love someone today as much as you love me. And I'll promise you this, two things will happen. The first thing that will happen, you'll find that you're not capable of loving someone that much. And the second one, which is the one I like so much, you'll also find you'll have to trust and be fully dependent on God to show you and to help you and to guide you and fill you with that love for someone else. And I don't know a greater place to be than to know His love is inside of you and me as a believer tonight. One more verse and I close and we pray. He speaks in the beginning. Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels and have not love, I am become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. Speaking of a musical instrument, we all know what both of those instruments sound like. We've heard orchestras. We've heard bands where those sounds have been played. And, you know, if they're played, they're not played in succession. And they're not played together. If they're not on note or on key, then all they are is noise. I think, beloved, many times that you and I are surrounded by noise in this world. I call it many times the noise of this world that sometimes tries to snuff out the still small voice of God. You see, it doesn't take but just one that we have in our presence or one around us to cause the whole Spirit of God to be quenched. You know why that is? Because God will never shout. You see, God will never walk up and He'll never tell you that He's going to walk away from you or forget you or leave you, but God's going to stay right there beside you. He says He'll never leave us and He'll never forsake us. Amen? And yet we walk around so many times with our head down and we're so saddened and we waller sometimes at our own little pity parties and say, God, but you don't understand how I feel. Beloved, I want you to know if that's what you claim or say many days of your life, have you ever thought about what was felt at the cross? Have you ever thought truly about what was felt at the foot of the cross? We think many times of Mary, the mother of Jesus, as she stood there at the foot of the cross as her beloved son died there on that cross and shed his blood. But you see, all she could do was comfort those around her because there was nothing else that she could do for her son, was there? She was completely hopeless and helpless in the circumstances and the situations that were taking place that day on that hill we call Calvary. Every one of us in our life today have more control over where Christ is and lives than what Mary had at the foot of the cross. Have you ever thought that? I say that tonight with authority of the Word of God because each one of us have the opportunity as a believer to pray for one another, to let others know how much we love one another, to let others know how strong the will of God is in our heart and our life. Just like I shared with you before about the gentleman that has recently passed away, the very last thing that I ever saw him do was was go to his automobile and pick up something to carry to someone else. And you know, that's the heart of love. 
And not only is it a heart of love, it's a heart of God. It's God showing Himself through us to allow us to show ourselves in the love of God through someone else, beloved, that you meet. Now, I'll be the very first one to let you know some people are a lot more easier to love than others. Amen? And there's some people that won't give you the time of day if you were to stand there on the street corner and offer $50 bills to them just to have one minute of their time. But I want you to know, sometimes I stop and think and I weep because how many times at the end of a day does God wait to hear you or to hear I call His name and thank Him and praise Him and just simply say, Jesus, I love you. How many times today have you told Christ you love Him? Sometimes you say it through words, but every one of us say it through our testimonies that we try to live each day. And I trust that's been your testimony today. If this be your day of salvation, your day of forgiveness, this be your day maybe as we not know the hour that this may be your last day on this world, this earth. God may be calling you or I home tonight. We never know that. But I do know one thing. We'll never leave forsaken if we trust Him. We'll always, always have Him by our side if we trust Him and believe in Him, walk by faith. Would you bow your heads with me? Father God, we're grateful and we're so thankful for the great privilege that You have blessed each of us with this night. I thank You, Lord, for the message, but I thank You most of all, God, tonight for just allowing these words in this letter that Paul wrote to the Corinthian people to speak unto our hearts. And the Gospel of John, Father, as, as Your words, Father God, were spoken upon us that, that we need to love others as You have first loved us. Oh God, just continue to keep Your arms around us and help us, Father God, to grow and be nurtured in Your will. Lord, it seems like each and every day in this sin-filled and dark and cursed world, we're always reaching out and looking out to try to find hope or promise or, or try to find happiness or joy. And, and Lord, it will never be found until they know You first. Lord God, I just pray tonight in the name of Jesus, my Lord, that You would just bless this earth. God, bless those and draw those near You, Father, tonight that are lost and damned. Lord, before it's eternally too late, may they find You, Lord God as Savior. I pray, God, that You'll just take these verses, take these Scriptures and these thoughts, and God, may You just take them and nurture them to the good of our bodies so that we may know that we know that we know that You are Lord. I love You tonight, Father, and I thank You for loving us each first. I thank you for blessing us this day alone in such mighty ways. Continue to keep your hands upon us, God, and we'll continue to praise you. For tonight I come and I pray in the name above all names. Tonight, Father God, we come tonight in the name of your beloved Son, our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. It's in his name that I pray. Amen. This concludes tonight's live worship service. We pray that by the power of the Holy Spirit, each one listening has been blessed through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. We invite you to join us back again next week 
for another live outreach worship service as we together continue praising Jesus Christ. Those tonight who have made decisions to follow Christ, desiring additional biblical resources, or anyone with special prayer concerns are personally invited to visit the Praising Jesus Ministry website. The web address is www.praisingjesus.org. That address again is www.praisingjesus.org. We want to thank each of you tonight for listening. We invite you back again next week as together we seek God to guide, mold, and speak to our hearts and lives through the power of the Holy Spirit. Good night and may God bless each of you is my prayer.